0: Welcome back to episode four of the Farmland Hunter. Um, thank you to everybody that tuned in to last week's episode. Yep. I hope you liked it. Um, we're just out here BSing about all kind of different stuff. And this week, we got a fun little episode that we're gonna try out with some Instagram questions. So yep. thank you to the couple people that um, asked some questions. If we do this again, maybe more people will hear this and maybe they'll ask questions. I mean, we're—it's not like we're experts, so maybe people aren't like asking for our advice because we're not experts. But it is fun because we do know a little bit of stuff. I study deer every single day of my life. If I would go to college to be a whitetail biologist, I probably <laughs> would excel. Yeah. But I don't have the time for that. Yep. So let's get this thing started.
1: I hope everyone enjoys listening to it as much as we like making them. Yeah. I just have fun. <laughs> I, I just
0: have fun talking and BSing about hunting. I could do it all day long. Pretty much. This is going to be cool, though. Yeah, yeah, this is good. So our first um, question, how is your hunt out west and what's the best rifle and scope to use for bears and deer? Okay. So this is referring to my hunt I had out west in 2020. Um, I went to Nebraska, the Pine Ridge Management Unit, public land. So I took my 30-odd six, my Savage 30-odd six. I was shooting 150. 80 grain bullets i topped it off with a four by 12 by 44 vortex diamondback scope which i love vortex i'm a vortex guy
1: yeah vortex is good
0: yeah and we never really talked about just a little side note quick we never talked about what bows we use we both shoot matthews yep big matthews yeah i'm a huge matthews guy tucker shoots the triax Triax, and i shoot the verdicts yeah so big matthews guys here but anyhow back to the question uh i love vortex i love savage arms that is 30 odd six is an all-around good caliber for um bears and deer period i use my odd six on everything i mean that was a mule deer hunt out west
1: yeah but instantly put him down i think 30 odd six is probably one of maybe not now but probably one of the most common deer cartridges ever made yeah it has to be it has to be that in the 30-30. 30-30. 30-30 That was good. back.
0: Back, see now, I, more um, times are changing. Like, every like yep. times are always changing. 30-30 back in the day was, like, the odd six. Yeah. I think now more people are starting to get into more weird calibers. Uh-huh. Like, before it was like, everybody had an odd six. Yeah. Everybody had 270. Everybody had this. Everybody Which, had they that. are great guns. Yeah, they are all great guns. But now you're getting, like, all these weird calibers, and everybody has different yeah. ones, and everybody's, it's so, just all whack.
1: I have a 6.5 Creedmoor, and... They the get a lot of couple hate. Years, they get a lot of hate. Well, it's deserved, in Is my it? opinion. I've yeah. never shot one. They listen. It's the same thing as a 308 out to like 600 yards. Here's the claim for the 65. It's flat. Um, out to a thousand, it's comparable to a 308 with power, like foot with energy wise, and maybe not internal ballistics, but. The ballistic, so I'm going to nerd out here a little bit on ballistics. So there's this thing called a ballistics coefficient. That's taking how efficiently the bullet flies through the air. Now, the more efficient a bullet is, is usually the longer and skinnier a bullet is, the more efficient it is. Yeah, like aerodynamic, I guess you could call it. Which gives it a higher ballistic coefficient. The higher ballistic coefficient, usually, well, pretty much is like. Preferred in longer range, and now the six five Creedmoor was designed for western western hunting in yeah. extended ranges. Now, actually, the military just got a contract to start using six five Creedmoor, which I'm happy about because if you look at three o eight, they made the seven six two and the five five six and the two two three. There's a plethora of ammunition now because it's government made and it's through a government contract. So there's going to be more six five Creedmoor ammo out there, but it was made for longer ranges and it's honestly you're not shooting six hundred yards at a deer in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, you're and not shooting very far in PA. You might
1: as well use a three oh eight. It's che 308's cheaper. It's more commonly found. Like right now, it's like sixty dollars a box for six five Creedmore. Odd six rounds.
0: Uh, luckily before this whole like um pandemic yeah. now before ammunition got clear out of whack. I had five boxes of odd six. So I haven't found a box since then. And it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Super expensive. I don't even know where I'm going to get um, turkey shells, like for my turkey lids. I yeah. shoot Winchester um, Turkey X3s. Oh, Three or three and, a half. Three and a half out of my 12 gauge. Good luck. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. And I would love to have those same ones. I've reached out and touched turkeys at 40 yards this year. Yeah. Two of them and I would love to do that again, but I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to find those. So what's
1: What's ridiculous is at the outdoor show, we were kinda of checking out the new uh, turkey guns and stuff. Yeah. We went down to Juniata Trading Post, and hardly any of them are three and a halves anymore. Really? Most of them are three inches, which I don't understand that. Like, um, Savage came out with their new their new shotgun. It is sick. It is really nice. Is it, is it one
0: of the new bolt action ones? or is this No, like... it's a turkey gun. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know Savage just... makes it as, like,
1: new slug guns, like the um, bolt action yeah. 110s or whatever. No, it's, it's a turkey gun, and it was based off of their waterfowl, because, so basically the gas system, on most turkey shotguns, it blows the gas back towards the bolt, Yeah. Um and down the gun, which throws all of the, the dirt and stuff back into your chamber and stuff, but with this design, it blows it out your barrel. And it was used for like waterfowl because of the salt water and stuff. Blowing the, the salt water back into the gun really just eats the gun up. And so they took that design. But they didn't make it in three and a half. And a lot of people are like three and a half. They're shooting three and a half or they're not shooting. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I think more, they should all be three and a half because you can shoot a three inch out of a three and a half. Yeah. And so I don't know.
0: But yeah. Anyhow, back to the the, the question. question. Yeah, yeah, so got off topic, but the best um, caliber to probably use in Pennsylvania, I'm saying, is probably around an odd six two seventy somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, and scope, I'm maybe it's because I'm a vortex guy, but I would definitely top it off with a vortex, either three yep. by nine or a four by twelve. Yep. There's no use to go like clear crazy with a huge giant scope. I tried that once. I bought this like six hundred dollar vortex scope. Yep. And it was like a six by twenty, four by fifty, like Viper, H S T something. Yeah. I just thought it'd be cool. It was cool, but it was it's, it's not, not practical. I took it off, I put a four x twelve on there, yep. diamond back, and it is it's it's crystal clear. It's yeah. good. So that's for that question, odd six, two seventy, something in that range and a vortex scope yeah. topped off on it, you're gonna have luck as long as you're good at shooting. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, for people that can't take that recoil, I would say a 308, and the 243 is a good option too. The
0: 243 is a good option. The only thing that for youth, definitely a 243 is great. The only thing, the only thing I don't, um, not in favor of on a 243 is the hole that it leaves. It's not a very big hole, so it's going to be. A little harder tracking if you don't put a good shot on, uh-huh. even if you do put a good shot on, like I talked about in the last episode, there's not a lot of blood. Although sometimes, yeah, you have an occasion where you like hit them right perfect in the heart and it's like sprays out
1: and they die, Yep, but,
0: Like you're it's kind of hard, and they're just putting a pinhole in,
1: yeah, and that's with anything. But it definitely when there's blood, it, it's definitely a difference. I run. I run Vortex, too. They make great optics. My
0: binoculars, my spotting scope, all my scopes are.
1: They're very affordable, and their warranty is crazy. I mean, you can do anything. It's lifetime, and it's an unlimited, not limited, unlimited. Anything happens to to your optics, even there are stories of people's optics getting caught in a house fire and burning or people running them over with their trucks. You send it in. If they fix it, they can, and if not, they send you a new pair. Yeah, I mean you're guaranteed that optic for life as long as the company, is Vortex is still around. The same with Leopold. Yeah, but I would say that Vortex is more forgiving with their lifetime warranty. And for I sure. think
0: Vortex is maybe cheaper than
1: Leopold. Oh, definitely, for I, sure. And you can go get I a think, good Vortex for and 140 bucks. I've seen
0: loopholes on guns, and I've looked through them, and I've looked through my Vortex, and there's no difference that you can at least to the naked eye looking through like regular deer hunters going to tell maybe if you're shooting like 2,000 yards or something
1: clearly crazy Crazy, but but you know back when I was a little younger I was looking into like I like to shoot long range I did that for a couple years um, and I was big into it and I watched this it's a 22 episode series and they're probably over an hour each and there was this guy going over all the fundamentals of long range shooting and stuff and um a lot of long range shooters they use 10 power they don't use you know because there's a lot of benefit to having field of view so if you have a high if you have a high power yes you can see more because it's zoomed in yeah but if you have good quality glass you can see your image is clear yeah which helps you see better anyway And I made the mistake of getting... I wanted a big scope because I shot... I hunted groundhogs with my deer rifle when I first got it. And I got this 6-18 to Redfield, which Redfield was decent. They were good at the time, but they went out of business. But I... It was so hard, especially in rifle season, because the deer are not most of the time standing still. Around here, when you see a deer in rifle season, it's haul and tail. Yeah, and
0: you're... Most of your shots in rifle season are going to be within 200 yards in PA. Yeah. Yep. Most, 90% of the time, yep. they're going to be within 200 yards. If you're shooting at them over that, it's because, like at our property, you can shoot over that. Yep. But the chances of hitting them are slim.
1: My, what I would shoot mainly for a scope is I would go Vortex, They make a 2 to 10. I think 2 to 10 is great because. I never even knew they made something like that. Yeah. That's a good, that's, I mean, you can go really. Yeah, because the real low, if you're doing a deer drive around
0: here. Yeah, I do lots of driving. That would be good. I always turn mine, like mine's a four by 12, so I always
1: have it on four. Yep. So, I mean, that's as close as I can get. Yeah. And with those situations, being able to have, so the other thing is having a good bell, which is the objective. I'm pretty sure it's the objective side. Yeah. You want to have a big end on it. Or even a 30 millimeter tube if your budget can allow that that's more expensive that's basically so most of your scopes have a one inch tube a three or 30 millimeter tube will let more light into your eye and your image color will be a lot brighter and then you know in those low light situations you know you can see a lot more clearly. it allows
0: bit. the scopes take in more light yep you can see a little
1: better I think that's important I think Good variable at the low end of power vortex. I think another thing that people don't really think about too is their scope rings. I think a lot of people cheap out on their scope rings and um, and their scopes. They have to be secure. Yeah, and like I see, like my cousins, they they just
0: get these like I'm not knocking like any scope brands or anything. I'm not even gonna say their names, but like they get these cheap scopes. Like you uh-huh. can buy them at Walmart. There's nothing against Walmart, but like you buy your $50, $60 skip at Walmart. I mean, if that's all you can afford, that's all you can yes. afford. But, like, you yeah. got to make sure that thing's secured. you got to make sure you cite it in
1: and, and all that. Yeah, and um, get what your budget allows. Like, we're talking about, like, obviously we've been hunting a long time and we're willing to put the money into it. But, you know, personally I wouldn't spend under a – a hundred and thirty dollars that's i was gonna say i was gonna say 120 and above is probably what i'd go for. yeah you can find a good deer rifle scope for around that price and and vortexes come in right there like they're i want to say their crossfires are like a three to nine yeah i think their crossfires come in right around that price range and
0: they're good scopes yep really good scopes. there's
1: one last thing here i there's a saying that you should spend in europe at least the guys over in Europe. They're big into the optics, which makes sense. Like, you know, you can't hit anything if you don't have a good scope. Your gun can be... Fantastic shooting. Yeah, but if it's not going to hold a zero... True. It's got to be true. Yep. And if you... I think you should spend way more on your scope than you should your gun. But I don't do that, so I can't say that. But I do spend... One of my guns, when I buy a scope, I spend two to three hundred dollars on it. I was gonna say my, my
0: scope's like knocking on two two twenty. Yep, which is which is a decent amount.
1: Yeah, I run the Vortex Diamond Back HP four to sixteen with a parallax adjustment on my six Creedmoor. Now i I didn't buy the six Creedmoor; my grandma won it and she gave it to me, so it has some sentimental value there. But man, if I was gonna go buy another gun, it, I would not. I would. Personally, I would go with the 308. I like the 308. There's not much recoil, which is good. And for me, I don't like shooting a gun that's gonna blow my arm off. Yeah. The ammo's <laughs> cheap, so you can, and it's more available too. Um, and it, I just think that for the 308, you can't go wrong with it. It's one of those tried and true. It's like an odd six. Yeah, it's just a good gun. Yep, it's good caliber. Yeah.
0: So next question. This is coming in from a local guy. What else do you hunt other than turkeys and deer? So, I'm gonna start off. I hunt bears. I've killed one bear. Um, Sal, 202 pound, back in 2017, Mm -hmm. I believe I killed it, and uh, did a little squirrel hunting. Tried that. It's looking at us right now. Yeah, it's It's been watching the pod. Yeah, it's watching the pod right now. I have a full body mount of it. (laughs) But I've tried squirrel hunting. Um, not, I I liked it, but I'm not like a yeah. huge, huge fan. I, I guess I like more like big game. I'm more of a big game, medium mm-hmm. game. My turkeys, I guess, would be medium game. Yeah, but like somewhere from medium game up, coyote hunting. I've tried to get into it, but I don't have the patience to sit out there in the dark and not see anything. And I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat. It's tough. Yeah, <laughs> but so I mainly stick the only other animals I really hunt other than turkeys and deer is I'd say bear I try groundhog hunting I, whenever I see a groundhog out I'll grab the gun yeah. shoot at him. Yeah. because they, they put lots of holes in the fields uh-huh. and when you're driving a tractor
1: and you hit one of them holes and yeah. you bounce out of the seat you're like
0: you son of a gun yeah. you know?
1: so what about you? Um, my big one is groundhog hunting so if there's anybody locally out there that has a groundhog problem please get a hold of me I yeah. love it it is, it is a great time you know, I I got a whole setup. I have a a five five six that I use, um, bolt action. I got a it's called an SWFA scope. It was it had a military contract. To, it it's made by Tasco. The patent's made by Tasco and it's still made by Tasco. But it is made. It's it's made by I don't know. It had like a naval contract for a while. Got it, and man, I just love. That's like I love shooting long range and. My farthest groundhog I shot was like 315 yards. There's just nothing better to go out on a summer evening or a summer warm. morning. It's yep. warm, fair weather. Yep, go for a walk around the fields, you know, and you're doing the farmers a huge, a huge favor.
0: Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but if you are interested in having Tucker come out to your property, if you're listening on this or know somebody that has a farm that might want some groundhogs taken off, just DM me on the Farmland Hunter and I check my DMs. All the time, yeah. So, um, if you want Tucker to come out and try a little groundhog hunting out there, just drop me a DM. Yep.
1: And go out yourself too, because man, it is a blast. There's and there's usually a bunch of them, you know. And it it helps you for when you get into rifle season in the fall and working on your marksmanship and getting you out and shooting your gun. You're getting in the outdoors. It's 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 a good time of year. That's mainly. I don't squirrel hunt either. I'm not a big small game guy.
0: Yeah, I tried it. I'm not a huge fan.
1: But I'm not opposed to it. No, Any I, hunting's fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, anytime to be out in the woods is good. I just I'm more of a big game kind of guy.
1: Yeah, we focus a lot of our times, like even in the off seasons, like when we're not deer hunting, we're preparing for deer hunting. Yep.
0: You you kill the deer in the off season. You just shoot them in the fall.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: That's that's the I. I don't even know where I heard that saying. I just, that's, I love that yep. saying. You yeah. kill them in the off season, you yep. shoot them in the fall. So, next question How has your religious beliefs affected hunting and tell of a time when they came into play? So, recently in Pennsylvania, Sunday hunting just came available. Just what, two years ago? Yeah. This will be the third year that you can hunt three Sundays, unless that changes. But I'm not sure yeah. if it will.
1: But,
0: I hope so. Yeah, I hope I'm not opposed to Sunday hunting at all. I would love to have Sunday hunting. As a farmer, like we don't hunt, we don't work many Sundays, so yeah. if I could hunt Sundays, it would give me a whole extra day to try and get out there and try and get yeah. some I mean, I have pretty good luck now. I'm not hunting Sundays. I mean, I killed my buck on Sunday this past year. If that's hunting, pretty cool. Yeah, if, that's pretty cool. If Sunday hunting wouldn't have been open, I might not have killed him. Nope, he might still be out there, or the neighbors could have killed him. Yeah. Tucker could have killed him. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, no. You kind of—you already killed your buck. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But somebody might have killed him. But Sundays just give you that extra day. Uh-huh. People say, "Well, the deer," like the people that are kind of opposed to it, say, oh, the deer need a day off," you know. Which I can—I can see that. Point the deer a little don't bit, know what day but it is. The deer don't know what day it is. Like even my uncle, he's, um, very religious. He hunts a lot. And when this first started all coming about, when they talked about doing Sunday hunting, he's, you know, I thought he'd be one of the guys to be like, no, we're not, no Sunday hunting. But I was actually surprised. He was like, yeah, if it's, if it's a nice Sunday day after church or something, he's like, I'll go. I'm not opposed to it. Like, like he's like, I don't care. Like if you don't go to church on Sunday morning and you go deer hunting instead,
1: like it's not, I'm not, it's no big deal. Like I watched a video of Phil Roberts and someone asked him this question. Yeah. And it was actually on their podcast. Um, man, I forget what it is. It's a great podcast. Um, but they're saying how, really, like, if you're in church on Sunday and you're not really connected to the Lord, then how, are you really there? Why are you there? I feel like, personally, if you're out and God's country yep. and his being that he made and hunting the animals that he put on this earth for us to provide for us and to, for us to eat. That's why they are here. And
0: you're closer to God than
1: anybody sitting in yep. church might be. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I I hear that a lot. Like I don't go to church every Sunday like I probably should, but I I I have a relationship with God and we have an understanding like i don't have to be in church in the front row every sunday to talk to god and have an
1: understanding i think i think that's i think it's better to have a personal relationship with with jesus and not just going to church Church.
0: yeah just be like one of those people that just go to church and then be like yeah i have a relationship with god but not
1: actually have one like because that's what's important you know at, at the at the at the end of our lives, we're not going to be judgment judged. day. Yeah, judgment day. Yeah, we're not going to be judged on how many times we went to church and all the good we've done. It's have he's going to say, "I don't know you." Yeah, and that's what's important, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have more to add with your? So the whole thing
0: with the religious beliefs, like out west, I went hunting out west. I actually killed my mule deer on a Sunday out west. <laughs>
1: Which is cool. This is I've, the real reason why Macaulay wants Sunday hunting.
0: Yeah, right <laughs> here. So I, I've i had um, good luck on Sundays. Maybe that's God telling me, like, I'm doing something right. Maybe, or, yeah. Maybe so. There's actually this group. We were talking about this earlier before the podcast even started. And it's the Hunters for Sunday Hunting. It's like Hush, I think it yep. is, right? And uh, it's kind of making its rounds. Like, it does about every year around this time, like, before. I don't know if the game commission has, like, a meeting to vote on yeah. stuff. But it kind of makes its rounds this time of year where everybody's like, well, we got to get on this Sunday hunting thing. We got to get more Sundays. And I'm kind of on board with it. Like, I'd, I'd like to see it, even for um, like small game, turkey hunting, whatever. Yep. I'm not just deer. You got to make it fair for everybody. Like, I saw this thing they had on. Like, you can fish on Sundays, you can hunt. I know you can't hunt yet, but you can fish on Sundays, you can buy beer on Sundays, you can do a lot on Sundays but hunting. Like you can do a lot of bad stuff on Sundays, but, and hunting, and hunting's not bad. Right. So,
1: Yeah, and I think it comes back to the whole thing where uh, we live in America, and we have the freedom to do what we want, and it should not be dictated on what day of the week it is.
0: Yeah, that's true. 100%. Um,
1: yeah, my view on Sunday hunting is if you don't like it, don't hunt on Sunday. Don't tell me... I, I'm a big believer in you know, don't complain about stuff. Don't complain about stuff, and and if it's, if you don't agree with something, don't take a part in it, and, and if it's, don't, don't limit my freedoms because you don't agree with them. Yeah, that's if I'm a, not that's hurting you or causing a problem, then
0: let it alone. Right, right. Just stay in your own little bubble. Like, if yeah. you don't
1: want to hunt on Sundays because you don't believe it's right, then do your due diligence and don't go. But I don't think there should be a law saying whether or not I can't because I've paid my license and other states it's not like it's a it's across not like state. it's an abnormal thing
0: no it's like across the nation I think there's thirty eight actually I think there might be closer to forty states now that allow at least one Sunday yep a year yep and Pennsylvania's now in that like we have three archery one archery one bear and one rifle yep those are the three
1: and I mean now I was in high school but now getting out into the real world as people say I kind of realized like going to college you only get 2 days on the weekend. And and for people that work it it makes it tough to get out and enjoy the woods. Yeah. Because you know if you get you get Saturday morning, if you're lucky if you can get off work in time, you get Friday night, Saturday morning and Saturday night. Yeah. And you know what most people that's how they're hunting and you if
0: you have a family on top of that how much of saturday are you gonna have right maybe the morning right so there you're getting maybe one morning a week unless you take off and like a lot of times you don't have the ability to just take off yeah and sunday that would give you i mean you're gonna have family stuff on sundays too right but that could at least give you two more opportunities to get out
1: yep yeah and and i think it really hurts the working class hunters and and the people that don't have jobs they can hunt six days of the week it does not affect them and i just uh just it's a touchy it's it's a not as
0: touchy as i think it used to be yeah but i think it's getting better i think more people are becoming more understanding of it Uh so i think i think eventually it'll probably be all sundays eventually i believe so Uh uh-huh i'd imagine it'll probably make that switch but
1: that's just my own thoughts what what i heard also that people that um it gives people a day to get out in the woods that don't hunt. That's another argument for it. Uh, I could, okay, I could kind of see that, like people that just hike and stuff. Right. But now, the only conflict I see there is rifle season. I don't see a reason why you can't go out in the woods in archery season. Because yeah, like most of the, the time people aren't. I would say most of the time people aren't hunting everyday archery anyway. Yeah. You know? Are you allowed to hunt Sundays in, on public ground in PA? Are you? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure. We might. Have, I'm not sure. Hunt Sundays and I don't know on public ground. I don't ground? know if that. I don't know if that comes into effect with that or not. I really don't hunt I'm, public. Yeah, I don't hunt public either. We have public next to us. So. You're talking about for the Sundays they allow, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a good question, but, you know, you have all summer to get out and um. There's bike trails that are put all through the woods that you can, yeah, you can go. Yeah, our part of um,
0: Pennsylvania, there is lots of trails and bike trails and more trails. And there's plenty of
1: places to go where there's not going to be hunters. Yep, yeah. And I just don't... I don't want you to not go out in the woods. I don't think that, you know... I should you're... stop you from going out. Right, right. And you shouldn't stop me. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on the hunting thing. I... And... If you agree with this and like you know voice your opinion to your local game commissioner, your, the game commission state itself and the state representatives, like voice your opinion because you know what? As hunters, we are the ones who pay for this. Yeah, it's not them, it's no. us. And I think that you know we're giving our money every year buying licenses and and we're what supports it as a whole. So, you know, I think we really need to stand up if we if we really want to if we really want this to happen, I think it, it's Everybody has to come together yep, as one. Yeah. So
0: next question coming but from I didn't speak oh.
1: on how let me talk just about yeah, how it's related with with um me and God. I really when stuff bad happens, when you're hunting and even in life, I always just think that God has the plan and you know, everything happens for a reason and I think it's a good good rule in life in general to when you're having a bad day at work or or whatever just to to put it in God's hands because at the end of the day like you have no control over it he has your script written for you and um it's just it's just that's why he's there you know that's why he died for us to 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 take our our stresses away and to put it on him to carry the burden like he did on the cross and i just think it's i think with hunting that's how i really relate and i've even taken a bible in the tree stand like A lot of times when you go up, you're going to have time where you're just not going to be on the deer right away. Yeah. And you have time, you know, go and reflect and take in. I can really feel God the most when I'm up in a tree stand and it, you just look around and you just take in how amazing the earth is and how blessed we are and how blessed we are to live in a country that even lets us hunt. Yeah. There's so many places that you're not even allowed to own a gun or do anything. Yep. Yep. Period. And we need, to, we need to stay and keep that... Freedom. Freedom, yeah. I think it's important. You yeah. Know? So next question, coming out of Berlin.
0: Do you guys actually shoot deers? That's how <laughs> the questions put. Question mark. Okay. Yes, we actually do. And you know who you are. We yes. try. Yeah, we do try. <laughs> um, I've killed six, seven... I've killed seven bucks, seven
1: whitetail bucks, one mule deer buck couple does so yeah i mean i've tried i try to shoot deer but i don't think i'm that successful i mean i've shot i've shot three three bucks well four bucks i thought the one was a doe last year but it was a button buck like his his horns and not antlers his antlers didn't even like come above his hair so. yeah i mean it doesn't count yeah a, so um i shot four my first buck was a just like a six point yeah he mine was, was a six point two yeah, yeah. I really, I'm a big believer in like, I'm grateful that I had to struggle to get my first year. There's kids that are like 11 years old and they're shooting booners and stuff. Yeah. I really feel like it, maybe not, but it ruins it. I feel like the struggle for them a lot. It helps you, like,
0: appreciate yeah. the hunt and the, the pursuit. Right. Like, when I was 11, I was lucky. I killed my first buck the first day I was out hunting, it was like 11 a.m. Yeah. And I mean that was just luck. I killed a little six point. Next year I killed a little eight point. Yep. Next year I killed a pretty nice eight point. Three years in a row, I was like, "Holy smokes, I'm actually pretty good at this." Yeah. Yeah. But then then I got like picky. So then I'm like, I didn't want to shoot anything like the same size as the ones I did. So it went three years yep. until I killed my next buck, and it was a pretty good one. And then it went uh, the next year I killed a nice buck. I was like, holy smokes, I might do this again. Yep. Well, then it, I didn't get anything in 2020. At least here in PA, I killed a mule deer out in Nebraska. But then I killed a nice buck this year. So, I mean, we're doing okay.
1: Yeah. I my I didn't shoot a deer till I was 14, 13. Four, 13. So I hunted a little bit, and it took me a while to to get one. It really didn't. Well, it was like once I once i finally did it once it was like it just got easier the next time it just gets a little easier with every time you shoot a deer you kind of learn like from the last one but i hope that happens with bow hunting i hope so too i hope that it took us a while to get started it's a totally different game with the bow there's just so much that goes into it but uh it's clear different yeah i'm as long as uh as long as my heart gets pumping like i want to shoot big deer um with a reason if it's you know, I'm not gonna shoot a little like six point like I'm gonna let the deer grow, but you know, if it gets my heart pumping, you know you're gonna shoot it, yeah. Yep. That's that's the big thing. Like I'm not even like
0: big in the I haven't even killed like a deer above one forty yet. Yeah. Even a mid one thirties. I killed yeah. my first one thirty this year. But I'd rather kill a five and a half year old one hundred and twenty inch heavy eight point than a hundred and fifty inch yeah. three year old. That's just me.
1: Yep. Any deer that you have a story with, too, is just so much Yeah, harder. if
0: you, like, I'd rather shoot a 120-inch deer that I had on camera for four years than a deer that I only had on camera for one summer, and that
1: was 160 inches. Yeah, That's just me. Yeah. yeah. You build a relation. You don't, some people don't understand, but you build a relationship with that deer. Yep. Your guys' hearts are intertwined. Uh-huh. It's yeah.
0: It's a clear, different feeling. Yeah. And yeah. anybody out there that understands what we're talking about will know what yeah. it's about. And if
1: you don't, you need to go get you some. Yeah, go
0: get you some. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's a good question. And it's actually deer, not deers. Deers, <laughs> deers but it doesn't matter. Have you, have you
1: any caught Have you caught any deers? Catching yeah, you, deers? Yeah,
0: go to school. Do you catch any deers? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but, so that was, that's a good question. Next question. What is your favorite thing about hunting? This is the last question, by the way. We didn't have many turnout on here, but that's okay. If now, we do this again,
1: one. drop a question for us. Yeah,
0: we don't care what it's about. We'll, we'll answer it. I honestly, I was expecting more comments from girls thinking that we were sexy. That's that, <laughs> honestly that's what I was expecting. This is this is straight up. Well, they they follow us on the Farmland Hunter. Uh-huh. They know what's up. Yeah. yeah, these guys are straight up killers. The
1: hunting bunny. The hunting bunnies. This is 100
0: percent masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> but my my favorite hunting memory. I, it's so hard to pick out one. Yeah, it is so hard. Like I sp- shooting splits with with Emily Filman was definitely up there, but I have to say for me it was sh- doubling up on the opening morning of spring gobbler season That's this year cool. with Emily. Me, it was just like countdown three, two, one, boom! Drop two birds out of the ground blind at like seven in the morning. Yeah, first day seven eight birds gobbling around you it's just crazy oh that there's is the nothing
1: dose. there's man that that f- that first gobble in the morning especially of the season it just hits different it wakes like, you up it sends like the chills down your oh, body dude it it gets you nuts it just yeah turkeys <laughs> you can feel it it's like shakes the ground Never especially he- cuz you shot good birds too. Yeah, it I shot like- a,
0: I shot my first double beard. Actually, talking about this, this is a good point that we I brought that up. My turkey actually just got done from the taxidermist today. I'm going to be picking that up. Who did you use? What? Give him a little shout out. Oh yeah, so um Herman McDonald um I think he, the name of his business is Woods to Wall Taxidermy in um uh I guess it'd be Somerset area could. I guess it'd be Somerset. But he does a, a fantastic job. He's been He's mounted every single one of my animals that I've got mounted other than my first one. But he did my bear. this my first turkey. He did uh, two more bucks for me, I believe. So I was going to get splits mounted, but then I decided, you know, I, I like the little split points around the base, so I'm just going to do a euro. But, so that's why I didn't have him do that. But he does a really good
1: job. What about you? What's your favorite hunting memory? Um, Yeah, I was... I was sitting here thinking, every time I go in the woods is just another great hunting memory, you know. But I don't, probably the first time I shot my turkey, I really, I was one of those kids that started off, so basically my hunting mentors, you know, they were like, hey, you want to go turkey hunting? A day before the season. And I didn't know half the battle of, like, I didn't realize how hard it was. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go shoot a turkey. Okay. <laughs> so he, he picks me up. We go to the ground blind. He's been having this turkey. Like, it's like he has it all planned out for me. And the funny thing is, is this guy has shot a turkey before this 18 years in a row every year. He had a streak going. And this was five years ago. We call this nice I think he was 22 pounds, and he had an eight inch thick beard comes up 20 yards like clockwork, just like just like a movie. but the best part about it was we were just sitting in the blind and the whole morning we were just laughing we weren't we were just out enjoying the woods we weren't serious we were maybe times where we're, okay, we gotta calm down. Yeah, now. you guys ha- have a good time. Mick's having a good time. Yeah. And a little bit of seriousness. And he's like we were like, let's just we heard a couple gobble but then they went quiet. So then we were just screwing around. And uh we we're like, well, let's get serious here And then we gobble and he he fires up and he comes in and comes across the field and and I was shaking so bad. Yeah, I, the whole ground blinds movement. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Everybody
0: <laughs> always made fun of me growing up. Like, my knees would be going. My legs would be jumping. My uncle, actually, whenever I shot my my first big, like, racked buck I'd call, uh-huh. he was actually holding my legs. He's like, Bub, you got to calm down. Because that's, like, my nickname is Bub. Uh-huh. Bubba. He's like, <laughs> he's holding my legs. And he's like, you got to calm down. And I was like, I can't. Can't. He's you like, can't. you got, you got to calm down. I was like, I can't. Deer's ten yards in front of me. I have to like <laughs> stand up, shoot it. Yeah,
1: I just get so worked up. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't even before I went out. I, I don't know if I knew. I, I knew turkeys gobbled, but I never heard a turkey gobble nor seen one strut. So it's coming across the field, gobbling. And I'm just like, what is going on? It's beards hanging out, his head's all red, and he's strutting across the field. And it was just the coolest thing ever. And I, it was my first time, went out, shot a nice long beard, I haven't shot one since. So We're going to try and change that this spring and get it on film. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try with, you know, the kind of the ammo situation. And I just love hunting with a bow. I, I want to try it, too. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to shoot one with a bow. I'm going to try to get it in. Uh, two years ago, I had the opportunity to, but just didn't work out. I didn't want to take a marginal shot on it. He didn't give me the shot I wanted. It came in quiet. But I'm going to give it a try because even if I shot one with a gun, it wouldn't mean near as much as if I did with the bow. I just love hunting with the bow. I try not to rifle hunt anymore. I mean, if I have to, I will. But... It honestly, it's just not as fun. I'm just a bow junkie. I have yeah. to shoot one. I have to shoot a stick and string, but I think that'll probably be my next best memory. But shooting my last archery buck was yes yeah, was huge because I've hunted for so long, put so much time, so much money, so much went into the moment to to get him, and it was honestly just a blast. And it uh, just came full circle, and uh, it was the best. That was that was also top up there too it's between those two for yeah sure. i was gonna say
0: splits everybody knows the story of splits if you're new check out the farmland hunter or listen to the first podcast you'll yep. know splits yep but that that memory is up there too those memories are side by side because emily was with me both times got the got the um splits kill on film the turkey one we were gonna get it on film i had the the camera actually set up and i went to press the record button and i like when i reached up And I looked to the left, and the turkey was like five yards from the blind walking Uh up. And I couldn't press the record button. I had to slowly sneak myself back into the blind before he could see me. So, didn't get that on film. It would have been really cool footage. Yeah, Yeah, having like 20 turkeys out in front of you, like seven long bears goblin, and like both of us shoot birds at the same time. Yeah, that would have been something crazy. Yeah. That would have been YouTube worthy. Yep. But, so, I mean, that's it for the questionnaire, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, this is another another good one. Yeah. I hope everyone's enjoying the podcast. Honestly, as much as we're, as much as we are. Yeah, we
0: are working on getting guests on here. It's everybody's got different schedules, so it's kind of hard. And we usually do this at like on a Friday night, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard. Like people have stuff going on. Yep. So
1: especially right now, it's a tough. Well, I mean, every time of the year is tough, but we're also still learning. We're still not down set with all this, like we're yeah. still pretty, pretty new, figuring yeah. stuff out. Podcast yeah. the podcast, um, and uh, we're going to be bringing, hopefully soon, bringing some content out on YouTube. Um, we're trying to grow the Farmland Hunter as a whole. This is just a small step, so make sure you go and follow us. If you're not following us, um, like like and and comment that helps i like when people comment whenever
0: i see a comment on there it just makes me feel good that like somebody has like the passion enough to to comment on what we're doing
1: and it's just it's like i don't know it's weird to me that we don't have that many people that listen right now but it's weird that like anyone's gonna sit here for give us 40 minutes of their time but anyway i hope you guys are enjoying the podcast as much as we are it's nice that hopefully it gives you guys something else other than listen to when you're at work or driving home from work or you know whatever you're doing in your day to pass the time and give you some entertainment and hopefully inspire you a little bit to get out in the woods and get hunting and make sure you show share this with all your hunting buddies you know and uh let's grow a community around the farmland hunter
0: yeah we appreciate everybody that um definitely checks all this time of stuff out and yep. we're appreciative. So thank you guys.
1: Thank you. Hey, we're going to sign off here. So have a good one.
0: Yep. Bye.